Reverse Interview Podcast, Episode 5. Now is the perfect time to find your dream job, but it requires a fresh look and a unique twist. That's why Charles Woolsey is here to extract proven solutions from today's experts and make your dream job a reality. Welcome to the Reverse Interview Podcast. Get in, get hired, get promoted. Here's your host, who was hired by Texas Instruments to work on the guidance system for harm missiles, Charles Woolsey. And speaking of guidance systems, Soya Zichi has written several books about her guidance system for helping you find what work you should be doing and even who your boss should be. Shoya has done a lot of amazing things and always found how to use her experiences to not only further her own career, but to help you with yours too. She's pioneered a color coding system that works in careers, management, and even dating systems. She'll explain everything in a lot more detail. Here's Shoya Zichi. Shoya, tell me what your first job was. My first job was with Coca-Cola in Paris, only because I wanted to go back to my roots. I was born in Hungary, escaped with my parents from communism when I was an infant, then spent the next seven years of my life in the court of King Farouk of Egypt and landed up in the U.S. at the age of nine. And I loved the United States, but I was always curious about how it differed from Europe. So I went to Paris and really enjoyed that experience. And then after Paris, I went to Spain, And you're never going to believe this, but I became a lady-in-waiting in in the court in exile of the Queen of Albania. Wow. (laughs) And it was so interesting and so much, um, so energizing, if you will, to meet all of these people that were constantly buzzing around her. Then I went and spent a couple years in Germany, getting to know my cousins and working with the army base there. But at that point, I decided that I really missed the U.S. I was basically an American and I needed to come back here. So I came back. And through a series of very good introductions, I found myself working for Citibank in a wealth management group. And because of all that background, they immediately sent me to Hong Kong for four years to manage the client relationships in four countries. So all of that international experience that I had before, which I was just doing for my own interest, landed up by being very useful to me. You wanted to get back here to the U.S. and the first thing, your your next job, they sent you over to Hong Kong? Hong Kong, exactly. But you know what? It was an American bank, and it was the whole concept of working with the very high net worth in all of those countries. A very interesting job. Ah, yeah. So it was there that I discovered this book in Manila Airport on personality styles that had been written by a Harvard professor. And I got so excited over this. So immediately when I got back to my office the next morning in Hong Kong, I color-coded all my clients. And that was the beginning of my color queue system. And it was very useful in bringing in new business. So I continued to use it over the next decade. And I spent 10 years in the financial services industry for some major firms, which included Merrill Lynch and American Express. And after 10 years, I decided that it was time to pursue my passions. And these were twofold. One was painting and the other one was the personality models. And then came the opportunity to write my first book, Women and the Leadership Cue. And that launched me on the speaking circuit. And I discovered that I loved to teach and I loved giving seminars. So that's basically that answer. <laughs> wow, that's that's like your whole life in uh, one quick sentence. One thing I found curious, though, you said you color-coded your clients that you were working with. Yes, based on the personality model that I discovered in this book on the floor at Manila Airport. It was a 
particular theory based on the Jungian model. So I color-coded them in a sense that I just put colors on their files, and that's how the whole system was begin. You know, that's how I, I started it. Right. So typically you take a test to figure out what your profile is, but you knew from working with them what their profile was. Yes, and I knew them very well. And I didn't, you know, I, it's not, it wasn't as extensive as my system is right now, but it was enough to give us clues on how to speak to each of these people differently. Right. So that we really made sense to them. And in, our new business went up by like 50% in six months. It was amazing. Just because you knew their personality type and then how to speak to them. Yes, exactly. And that's what you're doing full-time now is, is working on your speaking? and. Yes, right now I'm working on that. And I'm working on developing international licenses to get this out in the Middle East and Asia. And I'm working on contributing this intellectual property to a dating website. Oh, <laughs> so really? It's gone into many different directions. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got interested in you, obviously, because of the book you wrote, Career Match, about the whole personality thing. I didn't realize until I looked at your website that you had applied it to so many different other areas. Yes, I did. I was in, uh, you know, I had I had a lot of different jobs there on, in the financial services industry. And I worked for a, a magazine called Institutional Investors, so I did a little journalism. So it was all kind of fit in, you know, tied together. But it takes a long time to figure out really basically what your deepest interests are, you know, because you get caught up in a lot of the glamour and the excitement of these of these areas. But at some point, you've got to find out what really gets you working and excited. Right. So, shall I tell you a little bit more about my book? Yeah, I would love to hear about it. Okay, the book has an assessment and then a chapter devoted to each personality style, which outlines your primary backup and the extrovert-introvert dimension. And in your chapter, you find your strengths, your best boss, your best working environment, and a range of careers that will use your special strengths. It also outlines your potential blind spots and how to soften them so that you can increase your success. And this is for primarily anybody at any stage of their life? I think this is more for younger people, I would say. But no, it can be used in any stage in life. Absolutely not. I mean, the fact is that, that younger people start with this, but it certainly can be used if you're in mid-career. But the sooner you get to it, the better, I would assume. Yes, absolutely. If you can get to it in your first job, it's obviously very helpful. I think a lot of people try to intuitively figure that out, but if you have a system, it would make it much easier. Much easier to put a framework around it, if you will. Now, I believe from looking at your profiles and stuff that I'm a blue-gold introvert. Right. Very, very strategic people. Always love to come up with their new ideas. Very visionary, yes. <laughs> should I even be talking to you? Is this what I should be doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a new business, and if you are excited about this business, why not? You can give it a totally new spin. Yeah, I, I am very excited about it, and from what I looked at, at your system and the things that I've done, I've been pretty well-placed so far. Yeah. That's, that's your strength, absolutely. And you get excited about it, which is great. So it makes you happy. I get a little too excited sometimes, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You can never get too excited. <laughs> You've written other books, too, besides just the career match book. Yeah. Now, the last book is, is Personality Power, which takes you the same model into the workplace. And it tells you what you're like to work with on a team and what's your branding statement and how you should soften your behavior somehow to be more accommodating to other people or to be perhaps, you know, get along better with your team. So it's geared to working in the workplace. So it's for a little bit of an older crowd. And have you ever worked with people one-on-one -on -one to, to help them through these? I do that. And I do that a lot. And I do some coaching. And I do both career coaching and executive coaching. Just curious if you had an example of someone that you worked with that obviously was having some struggles and then 
after going through your system and working with you that they found out what they really should be doing? Oh, yes. I had a wonderful case of a lawyer who was a partner of a Wall Street law firm. She was doing extremely well, but she was going to a therapist three times a week because she was so frustrated. So, I mean, that immediately within about 20 minutes, I figured that one out. Something was wrong here, right? So we yes. analyzed everything and found out that she was of the type that hates conflict. All right. Now, you don't become a lawyer if you hate conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line. But she was smart enough that she had overcome this in a sense, you know, and gotten to where she was. But once she learned all this stuff, she said, oh, my God, she said, this is totally life changing. So what she did was she dropped out of her job. She went and got her master's in social work and she became a therapist for lawyers. And she's so happy now and she's not going to a therapist anymore. <laughs> that's that's pretty interesting. It's nice that she was able to to still use what she had learned as far as being an attorney, yeah. but apply it in a very different manner. Which we all do. We have to draw on our past, you know? You can't just drop everything. You just draw on your past, but put into a new direction. And the more you can kind of narrow your focus and the more experiences yeah. you have, the more valuable you would be, I assume. Right. I mean, all, you know, my experience in Europe, for example, working, even as a lady-in-waiting, was very valuable to being a private banker in Hong Kong for, you know, the, all of these people. It was, it was very valuable. <laughs> Who would have thought at the time, yeah? <laughs> so have you intuitively just known what kind of work you should be doing, or have you had any major challenges in your path as well? Well, what I discovered, if you, you know, that when I was in the financial services industry, I mean, it was glamorous. All these firms were big top firms and it was fun dealing with the clients and I always was always in the international area. But I did discover at the end that I'm really not suited to deal with financial data or numbers. I just don't have the gift for it, you know? I'm totally a right brain person. And I hate internal corporate politics. I mean some people really thrive in it. I just don't. I don't like to have to constantly always constantly worry about it. So I like my freedom to do what I want when I feel like it. So I decided it was time to go off on my own. So you excelled by doing the personal relationship side more than the data side. Exactly. I was very good with clients, and I really enjoyed them. But that's not enough to really get to the top, you know, even to get beyond vice president. To be, you know, that's about as far as I could have gone. Vice president sounds pretty good for most people. Yeah, it does. But it's not, you know, if you want to get higher, you really need those kinds of gifts. What I've discovered is the guiding principle is, my guiding principle is when I get excited about something, I find it typically draws on special talents that I should follow. And that's true of anybody. In fact, this is part of my coaching process. What is it that gets you excited? And then go down deeper and find out what kind of talents you have to carry that up. Now, sometimes you can do that in a job, and sometimes you follow that up into a very strong advocacy or, you know, weekend interest, if you will, that eventually gets you another business. For example, I have a, uh, you know, a client who's an investment banker, but he loves to make jewelry. So he said to me, I can't give up my job because I've got three kids to put through college. But on weekends, he does his jewelry. It is, he's got a, a you know, little store in his town that represents him. He sells it on the web. And he says, when I retire, which is going to be early retirement, I will do jewelry full time. So you have to find the things that really get you excited because that's where you have special talents, okay? And you can't always get everything you need through your, through your job. Right, exactly. So in my case, I did discover that I really, really wanted to paint. This was something I had been wanting to do since I was a child. I had never taken an art class. Right? So when I left my last job, which was Merrill Lynch, I said, this is my time to start painting. So I enrolled in the Art Students League. 
I went up to Rockport, Massachusetts, spent six months studying with various artists up there, took seminars from other artists around the country, and eventually did enough, produced enough stuff to put on three art shows and sell 85 paintings. I mean, I just, I was in heaven, you know? Wow. But... At some point, I said, this is not enough for me. So that's when I turned and started developing my personality model, continuing to study people, and then take that as the new direction where I could make a business out of this special interest. Studying people and developing models on how to work with them, how to influence them, career development, all the aspects that go with that. I'm very surprised how many different areas you've managed to take that into. I guess because just your personality, doing the one area wasn't quite enough you had to see how broad you could take that data with the, yeah. with your color coding and find other things you could do with it. Yes, and you can find lots of areas where you can take that kind of material. Now, the question is you've got to, you've got to position it in such a way that you can make a living out of it, you know, and the seminars in, for corporations have helped me do that. Yeah, I could tell by your site and the things that you're into, the corporations, that it seems like it would be very easy to justify, especially when you said you got a 50% boost and increase when you started applying it yourself. If you could teach other people to do that, that that would be huge. Yeah, exactly. And they, you know, they like the fact that you come from a business world, so you understand their position and you understand what they need. Makes a big difference. Right. So that's, again, your background always helps. And the same thing whether you're doing with your international licensing of of your system, all the international experience you've had. Yes, exactly. So if you had some short-term and long-term advice for people in their career and they're, and they're not really happy with what they're doing now, you mentioned having something you do on the side. Is, is that the best thing or, or what else would you advise? That's part of it. But the, also the other thing is, you know, you have to keep searching out there. You have, um, you know, let's say you have a question here. What if you woke up tomorrow with no job and no connection? What would you do, right? Right. Well, the first thing is I find turn to people that really know you well, your family and close friends. It's always amazing to me how well people know us and we don't realize it. So when you ask these people for advice, they come up with stuff that you haven't thought about. Also, you'll find that even among your extended family, say your cousins, they have contacts that can be very useful to you. So that's my first bit of advice. Always check with close friends. Ask them what they think you should be doing. Now, it's not necessarily that you have to follow, but you'll learn something that you didn't think about before. And the second thing is to find events and organizations in the city, in the city of residence, that can help you make new contacts. Attend those events, and most importantly, I would say, volunteer your time to their various committees, because then you become visible, then people open up to you. They tell you what's happening in the job market, and they share their contacts with you. Those are two things that I've always found been very useful. And how long does that typically take? If you're if you're desperate for a job versus you know looking for something that you're really going to be happy in, it sounds like that's a really good plan. Find the right job that you should be. In. Well, you've got to do several things at once. You've got to really study yourself. You've got to do reading. You've got to talk to people. You've got to make new contacts, and you've got to get introductions. Introductions, personal introductions, still account for about 80% of the jobs, I think. Now, when it comes to personal development and, and books, is there anything that you would recommend that people get involved with? Well, one of the ones that I really like is Now Discover Your Strengths by Marcus Buckingham. Yes. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. There used to be another book I loved out there, One Minute Manager by Ken Blanchard, but that's only if you want to go into the management side of things. It's a very good book. 
Yeah, the, the, now discover your, your strengths. I, I used that when I had a team of people, and it really helped me to manage yeah. them to what they should be doing instead of managing to their weaknesses like so many yeah. people try to do. Yeah, now these are older books, but you know, that at this point in my life, I basically use my own books. I don't read that many other people's <laughs> books anymore. <laughs> I was going to tell you what books besides your own that you would list, but I was going to let you list your own if you wanted to because I know you have some good ones. Well, personality power is great. Career match is great, you know. I have an ebook on relationships, which is up on Amazon. Sure, yeah. You know what? I love just hearing the excitement in your voice because I can tell that you really love what you're doing. Oh, I do. And I'm so pleased that it helps people all around the world in a very logical, easy way, you know? And I've got 300 women in Saudi Arabia who have now taken the color gear assessment. Can you help? Yeah, yeah, man. That's amazing, right? In Saudi Arabia, that is amazing. Yes, it's amazing. And they're changing their career plans as a result of it. I mean, I can get excited about this, yeah. This episode of Reverse Interview is over. Please visit reverseinterview.com right now for more information about this episode and to get all of the insider scoop to land your dream job. That's reverseinterview.com. We'll see you next time on the Reverse Interview Podcast.